what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. The ball is tipped, and there you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star, and all the years, no one knows just how hard you worked. But now it shows in one shining moment. It's all on the line. In one shining Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 59, volume 3 of the 18th ranked podcast in states that start with the letter N. My name is Chad Easton. I'm a big fan of the return of March Madness. Vaccinations. And seeing old friends and picking up right where you left off two years later. Hank, what you got? My name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan. The start of the NCAA tournament without the Wolfpack. Irish car bombs. And getting a call from a friend when they think they're talking to someone else and calling you out in the first four seconds. That's what about that, Chad? That sounds deadly, sir. Can we start there before we before we get going? Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Hank. I know Same it's a, I know it's a special day for you. This is a when drunks can be drunks, and we know you're a drunk. And so, when is the first car bomb? When is it like going down the hatch? When does it happen? I got to tell you, man, that statement right there—that's such the pot calling the kettle. <laughs> you will drag home, I guarantee, at three a.m. tonight. Three thirty. With that being said, I you know what? I got a real question for you. We're going to take a car bomb, neighbor of mine and I are going to take a car bomb together tonight. So about, you know, I'd say about 745 because I eat with my mom. You know, she's a, uh, a St. Patty's meal for us. So we're going to go there. But um, with that being said, you know, it's hard sometimes to find a um, a shot glass. I can't find a shot glass anywhere in this town. Where would you buy such a thing? Because I know you're a man that knows his way around a shot glass. Well, I would just say, come on over down to uh, Store East, and you can take your pick of about five thousand shot glasses we have up in our uh, our little bar down here. So, yes, if you need one, buddy, I got plenty to spare. They've got like okay. some have like fraternity letters on them. Some have like Spring Break, Myrtle Beach, nineteen eighty two. You know, wings. We've got all kinds of wonderful shot glasses for you. I was I was saying like when I was driving on my car today. You know, I've never in my life wanted to know where a Wings or an Eagles was so badly because, you know, you know, let me tell you, my bachelor party, we went down to uh, we went down to Myrtle Beach and we bought four shot glasses for just four car bombs. Right. Yes. We just bought them four car bombs. We had four pint glasses, four shot glasses. And um, by the end of the weekend, all that just pink and orange and you know all that paint that they do it was chipped yes. off there was just a little like a little fluorescent ring of yellow across right. the middle of it because it had it had right. gone through that pint glass so much it just chipped off all that paint so where it said wings now it just said ings it said we <laughs> yeah. or w it just said w oh <laughs> that's great well Man, you said eight forty-five for the traditional uh, no, car bomb. Probably, probably eight, eight, eight-ish. Uh, well, I've got a tennis match tonight, so I won't be able to join you, but I will be there with you in heart, my friend. 
within if, if I were taking it at 5.30, would you have been there? <laughs> I would have. I would have made a, made a way to get over there to see you at 5.30. But anyway, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Um, do you remember when you were little, you know, you would have to wear green or people could pinch you. You know, that was the rule. Sure. And, you know, man, if you went to elementary school and didn't have green on, it would be the end of the world. Well, I remember vividly in fourth grade, I kind of forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. I go to school, you know, everybody else decked out in green, not really even thinking. I'm really focused on my studies then, Hank. So I'm sitting at my desk, you know, just concentrating on my arithmetic. And then somebody come from behind just comes up and like pinches my arm like, whoa. And then on the other side, someone grabs my ear, pinches it. All of a sudden, because I was a very sensitive kid, cat starts breaking out in full tears. I'm in full tears on St. Patrick's Day because I was pinched. I mean, Chad, let's grow up. Let's, let's grow, grow up, up a little bit. Come let's on, let's mature. Up. Let's mature a little bit. What were you, 10? Come on, you're better than that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, Hank, let's get back to this story. Now, this is really interesting. So you're in a conversation. The phone rings. Let's start. Can you take the story over here? You, let's, go ahead. Let's, go ahead. Let's just go with – I'll take the, take you down what happened. So I have two friends of mine that I do quite a bit with, You know, mostly athletic stuff, running, tennis, stuff like that. And we have a tendency, you know, we run together three to four times a, uh, a week together. So we're with each other quite some time, right? Well, I had a dilemma, a little dilemma with my baseball team that I was working through. And we have a tendency to talk to one another about, you know, things that are going on in our lives and youth sports and, you know, stuff going on at work. And, but, you know, I just had stuff with youth sports because we're starting baseball. So I asked both of them and I didn't get to run with them because I had a meeting at lunch and, but I just talked to both of them before they went and ran together. Well, they got done running about one I'd say, okay. I get a call about one All right. And the call says, right when the guy says, Hey, I don't indicate that it's Hank Imer. I don't indicate anything. I just say, yo, what's up? And I guess it was enough like our other friend that he immediately starts talking and he says, I know that you say Hank talks about you sports too much. I just think he's kind of douchey when he does it. Right. So this is the first thing I hear. So what do I do? I contemplate on my head. I said, do I let this guy go ahead and play out the whole, the whole paragraph and see where this all leads us? Or do I really catch him looking oh, stupid and call him on it midway through right. and see how he finishes? So I want to call him midway through. So I said, hey, bud. Sure. Do you know that you're talking to Hank? Hank here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he said, uh, 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 no. <laughs> I thought I was talking to somebody else. And I said, well, you're not. And boy, oh boy, am I glad I got to hear that. Why don't you just go ahead and finish this conversation? Tell me where this is going. Continue, please, sir. Yes, continue, please, please, sir. So he limps through this ragtag story. Now, let me tell you, I'm really good friends with this guy. I'm really good friends with the other guy. I know it's all in love, and I make fun of them way way far you know i mean behind their back just hammer them to each other so i I, listen i knew that this was coming but i thought it really takes a special kind of stupid to call the person you want to talk about behind their back and start off 
I mean, does he not know the name on the phone, what that looks like, and that it correlates right. with the person you're talking crap about? It's you know what? Mm. It's it's talking trash 101. You talk you don't talk trash to the people you're talking about. Am I wrong? Absolutely. You're exactly right, sir. And this leads me down the road of a, an experience I had when I was, I'd say, a junior in college. I shared this wonderful townhouse with four of my really good buddies, real good buddies. You know, just like you, we do a lot of junk talking to their face, behind their backs, whatever. But we're boys. It's all in jest. Well, anyway, it was about six o'clock at night. And, and you know, I was supposed to be in an astronomy lab. I'm not supposed to be at the townhouse, but I'm supposed to be at the astronomy lab. And so one of my roommates is there and I'm actually in the shower because I'm skipping astronomy lab because I think we're going to we're going to hit the town. We're getting ready to go at, at seven. So I'm in the shower and then I hear my buddy come up the stairs and he was like, can you believe that B? And I was like, whoa. And so he's talking to whoever he thinks is in the shower, which is not me. He doesn't think I'm there. It's my roommate. He said, I cannot stand her. She's always here and thinks she runs this place and blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not saying a word, Hank. I'm just keeping my mouth shut because I have a good idea who he's talking about is this girl that I was hanging out with in college my sophomore year, right? And he was like, yeah. God, if I could, if, if she was standing here right now, I would, I'd let her have it, blah, 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 blah. And so I'm just letting him go and he just <laughs> keeps talking. I mean, he's going on for about three minutes. So then I stopped the shower and I peeked my head out the door. Hey, buddy. And he was like, oh, no, because he had just realized he had been talking <laughs> about my girl for like the last four minutes. So anyway, he goes. So I, I'll get t- dried off. I go put my clothes on and I come back to his to his room and he's sitting there in his bed and he's like, man, I'm sorry. I did not know that was you. And I was like, hey, bud, it's all right, man. I didn't know that you really felt this way about her, but you know, if we need to talk about something, we can talk about it. I hate that it, you know, it happened like this, but at least it's out on the table now. And and as friends, we can talk about it. And so it actually, it helped us in the long term. But for that five minutes, it was some really, some real uncomfortable times while I'm uh, shampooing my hair, Hank. It was really difficult. Hey, time. Yeah. It, it, you know what? Some people would take it a lot worse than what you or I did. I just, I just want to point out how stupid that person is that did that. I mean, it just takes a real special kind of dumb to do that. So if he is a listener, if he ever does listen to this show, you you know who you are. And that's not a good look. Right. Wising up. At least let me have the, when you're talking to somebody, at least wait for a response. Like all they would have had to hear me would say like, yo, yeah, because they would recognize my voice, but I was giving like grunts like, uh, uh, so they would continue the story. <laughs> you know, I wanted to hear more. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, so anyway, that's uh, our, that is uh, 101, our lesson 101 here on talking behind people's back. You've heard it here first, Hank, what to do and what not to do when talking behind friends' backs, right? Yep. Yes. Now let's move on to something bigger and better. Hank, we've been very excited about the Coming to America sequel that came out two weeks ago, two Fridays ago ago to be, as a matter of fact. And um, fortunately, I was able to get a big bag of popcorn from the Carolina Theater. We got a bunch of ICs. I got my whole family together. We sat down at 8 o'clock. We turned the thing on. Just at the anticipation was overwhelming us. We were so excited to see it. 
And within within the first seven minutes, Hank, the first seven, I knew this one was going to be a dud. Have you had the chance to see Coming to America 2 yet, Hank? I got to tell you, I couldn't see it that night you did it. Next thing you know, I get a call from a friend of ours the next day. And he said, did you watch it? I said, no, I haven't watched it yet. He's like, well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I said, well, just tell me, was it as good as you thought? He said, I turned it off after four or five minutes. <laughs> I said, what? Right. So I bumped into somebody that, that afternoon and I was like, hey, did you watch Coming to America? Because we had discussed it. He was like, I did. I said, how'd it go? He's like, I fell asleep in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to put myself through it. So I, I have not watched it. And then to hear your review of it just makes me hurt. Yeah. So I'll give it, we're going to rank it. I'll, I'll tell you, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I'll tell you a couple good things about the movie and a couple, several bad things. First, the good things, they do take you down uh, memory lane and you get to see some of the characters from the first coming to America, the barber shop, you know, sexual chocolate, you know, you get to see the sister, you get to see the, uh, the, the wife to be, you see Arsenio Hall, you see all the characters that you fell in love with. So that was really, really good. The real bad parts are they try to, it mm-hmm. looks like they try to stuff this movie. They try to like grab these plot points from the old movie and make it work in this new movie. And it just doesn't fit. It feels like they just threw a bunch of stuff together and said, let's put it out there and let's make millions of dollars. We don't really care if this movie is good or not. And unfortunately, it is not good. So out of my ranking, out of four stars, we'll, we'll call them four popcorn buckets. Unfortunately, Hank, Coming to America 2 gets one bucket, one Ugh. popcorn bucket. And yet, look, do you think that that is because it was such a good movie, the original was such a good movie that it just couldn't live up to it? Or do you think they just didn't even try? Because, you know, like you can say that about the Star Wars, the Jar Jar Binks Star Wars ones, how terrible those were. Right. I mean, right. did they did they overthink it or did they just say, hey, if we put anything out, it's going to be dynamite yeah that's a really good point i think it probably is twofold first of all the first one was so good nothing really could ever live up to that hype or to that uh that level it was just wonderful and the second was one is i I really do think that they were thinking hey dude everybody's going to watch it it doesn't even really matter how good this thing or how bad it is let's put it out people are going to watch it and boy did it fail i did there's only i've talked to a bunch of people too that really hated it like we or like i did but there was one person, and it was interesting, it was this guy who's very cynical on this podcast I listened to. He thought it was as good as the first one. Now, he might just be trying to pull the wool over everybody's head because he's always complaining and about how disappointed he is in movies. And this is the only one that he actually likes. I can't believe it. He's probably just, um, yeah, just trying to trick us. But anyway, I haven't heard really one positive review. But I still want you to see it so you can come on next podcast and tell us what, uh, what you thought about it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. When it comes to it. when it comes to movie sequels, Hank, we've talked about this on Big Fan before, maybe several episodes ago. But there are movie sequels that have been better than the previous ones, right? Uh, for example, some people say Godfather Two is better than Godfather One. Some people will say Karate Kid Two is better than Karate Kid One, and that's impossible. There's no way that is happening. I have heard that. 
That I've heard, is ridiculous. Yeah, that, that makes zero sense to me. How about to you? Is there one, and we can go Empire Strikes Back to Star Wars. People have said that one. That. Yes. I was going to say that. That, that one seems Empire better. Yep. That one seems to work. I, I asked Indiana one of my. The Jones one, I think, was better. The second one was better. You like Temple of Doom better than Raiders of Lost Ark? I like Temple of Doom, man. Wow. Temple of the Doom was a little too scary for me. I like the third one better than the first one. But anyway, that's the one I, with Sean Connery. Yes, I love that one. That's the last crusade. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that's so a good one. I asked my neighbors this today when I knew we were going to be talking about sequels on our podcast. And she said, Chad, I don't know if you remember this. It's an animated um, movie, but Shrek 2 is better than Shrek 1. I'm not really up on my Shreks right now, Hank. Do you remember Shrek 2 compared to Shrek 1? No. Yes, I no, can't either. I can't, I can't say that I know anything about that. How about the Sharknadoes? Was 2 better than 1? <laughs> 14 was better than 12. I don't know if it was as good as 3. You know, I have no idea. You know, you know the other thing that usually a sequel can get, like a, a, the second sequel can be better is, is a horror movie. You know, yeah. I feel like uh, Jason and Freddie, both of their sequels were better on the second one just for the simple fact that it got a little bit scarier. They knew what they had to do. And it got a little bit scarier. So I, I think that that was a pretty good one. And uh, like you said, I think the um, the Star Wars ones, the the not the middle ones, the end, you know, the last ones, they've used yeah. that same formula yeah. that made the first three really successful. Yep. How about the Austin Powers series? Yeah, baby. Yeah. How was that? Was that good? <laughs> was that good? No, that was a terrible <laughs> yeah. imitation. So you got this. By the shag me, and then you've got like gold member, and then there was another one. <laughs> yeah, baby, come on, that's good, that's right? Terrible. That's not. That's <laughs> you don't not, think that's good? That, have you ever have you ever looked at somebody and they said something, and you immediately get embarrassed because you're being associated with them? I hope nobody thought that I was the one that said that. That was you, Chad. Golly. That's so great. That is so great. So let's, oh, there is one, Hank, that I think you would agree with. And I don't even consider this a sequel. On this list that they've got the top 30 sequels uh, compared to their originals, they've got Christmas Vacation over the original Vacation. Would you consider Christmas Vacation a sequel, though? I consider it more of like a uh, a continuation, not really a sequel. How do you, how do you look at it? Yeah, I mean, it, but it's the third in the list, right? Because uh, oh, Europeans in between the two. You're right. Very good. So, point. I mean, I think I think Christmas is better than the original. I mean, I think the original is hilarious, but yes. uh, it's it certainly was. But it's the third. You can't compare. Yeah, good point. And let's move just right down this road. So we just talked about good movie sequels. Now, how about horrible ones? So we just talked about Coming to America too, which would probably go down top five worst movie sequel of all time. Number one on their list is Caddyshack Two. I don't even think I've seen Caddyshack Two. Have you watched it? No, I don't think I have. It sounds terrible. Number two on their list is Dumber and Dumber, Dumberer, Dumb and Dumberer. The second Dumb no, and Dumber. It's it's awful. It's terrible. Mm. It's awful. And then what else do they have on this list? Um, then they then there's a lot of movies about superheroes. We've got Spider Man one, two, three, four. I've got Batman Returns, Batman, The Dark Knight, all all kinds of. Uh, Marvel superhero movies that I just uh, pulled it up. I just yeah. pulled it up and uh, a good day to die hard with Bruce Willis. Huh? And then the very next one is glass, which features Bruce Willis. <laughs> so he went on quite the run there. 
It's Glass that Quentin. No, 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 no. It's the M Night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan, yeah. Yes, yes. And I never saw that one. Did you see that one? No, Lord, no. I mean, then you got to think about how stupid the other ones are, like Hot Tub Time Machine Two. You know, (laughs) one of those. But then the other, um, the Ace Ventura Pet Detective, when he goes and finds the bat. Isn't that the second? I did. I don't know. I don't even remember the first. I just remember in the first one, he talked with his butt cheeks. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wanted to know if he could ask you a question. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Hank, you are up on your 90s uh, films. Um, well, that's all I really had for movie sequels, buddy. Just know Coming to America was a bomb. It was a dud. I hope Eddie Murphy is proud of what he's done. He's ruined a legacy for us. He's ruined a legacy. Um but Gladys Knight, she did perform in it, which was kind of cool. She sang a song. And uh, anyway, you just check it out for yourself and you let me know what you think. All right. I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, as we mentioned in the uh, <clears throat> the intro, we are upon my favorite time of the year. I'm going to go ahead and sing a song about this. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You know what time of the year it is, Hank? It's March Madness, Hank. It's March Madness. So it is my favorite time of the year when 68 teams converge for and they go after one championship trophy to say that they're the best college basketball team in all of the land. And so last year, unfortunately, because of COVID, we had to miss it. This year, they're doing everything in their power for us Americans to watch college basketball again. Hank? I fill out typically uh, normally about 15 brackets for March Madness. I actually have the winning bracket right here in front of me. I know that you normally fill out a half of one and you go over it with your mom and you talk to your wife about it and ask them their opinion. But (laughs) I want you to stand up and put your big boy pants on, Hank, and I want us to go through this bracket together. And for our listeners who are going to fill out their brackets tonight and turn them into their office tomorrow, just know if you want to win, you listen up, and you listen up good, okay? Hank, we're going to start in the West. I'm going to breeze through my bracket. We got Gonzaga winning the first game. We've got Oklahoma beating Missouri. We've got UC Santa Barbara upsetting Creighton. Ohio upsetting Virginia. USC beating Wichita State. Kansas handling Eastern Washington. Oregon over VCU and Iowa over the Grand Canyon State. Okay. In the next bracket, we'll put us Gonzaga over Oklahoma, Ohio over USCB, USC over Kansas, Oregon over Iowa with a big upset. We move into the next bracket. Gonzaga takes care of USCB. We've got USC handles Oregon. Nope. Already did that one. We have Oregon losing to USC. And in the Western bracket, I have Gonzaga defeating USC to go to the Final Four. Go ahead, buddy. Why don't you just give me who you think is going to the Final Four in the West? Yeah, I was going to say, that one's kind of an easy bracket. I think that there's going to be upsets, like you said, like on some of those smaller teams. But I think Gonzaga kind of cruises on that one. I love it. Let's move down here to the East. And I won't go through game by game, but if there's any upsets – Oh, the one upset that I really like, I've got St. Bonaventure as a nine to upset LSU. And in the next round, I've got them beating Michigan for the right to go to the Sweet 16. So that is a huge upset. 
I also have Florida State getting kind of far in this bracket, followed by Alabama. So I've got Alabama and Florida State actually meeting in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four, and I've got Alabama squeaking out a close one to represent the East in the Final Four. Who do you have here? I had Texas. I like that. I, yeah, I like that I Texas, Texas pick. They are hot right now. I like Texas beating Alabama and then Texas beating Florida State. Cool. I like that. So you had Michigan kind of going out a little early too. Um, you've heard of some of their – Yeah, okay. You've heard so some they of their the, – Yeah, they've got a big injury. Their second best player, second leading score is out for the tournament. His last name is Liver. So if you've got Michigan going deep, you know, just be aware that one of their best players is out for the big dance. Let's move to the South, Hank, where Baylor is the number one seed. I've got Baylor, in, which is going to be a great contest. Baylor versus your North Carolina Tar Heels in round two. Can the Tar Heels bring anything to the table to upset the Baylor Bears? This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. I don't think they. I don't think this is their year for them. They're really young, but I like that. I, I like Carolina's team, but they're just so young. They have improved a lot down the stretch, but yeah, Baylor's going to have way too more too much for them. Uh, further down the the uh, bracket here, I've got Winthrop to upset Villanova in a twelve five matchup. Um, I've also got Virginia Tech to upset Florida in ten seven matchup. In the end, though, it's going to boil down to I've got Baylor representing the South. I've got them beating Ohio State in the final or the Elite Eight to make it to the Final Four. Who do you have here? I have Baylor beating Ohio State, but I had Utah State winning that first game against Texas Tech. Oh, that's um, a nice uh, that's a nice upset there. Yeah, but they don't get they don't get any further than that. Baylor upsets Villanova um to see Ohio State and then Baylor ends up winning. Yep, gotcha. I'm, I like Baylor there too. And last but not least in the Midwest, the Illinois Fighting Illini are your number one seed here. So um, I've got Illinois kind of cruising through the first round. They're going to meet Loyola, Chicago, or Georgia Tech, whoever the winner of that uh, matchup will be. And this is breaking news, Hank. You've heard it here first on Big Fan coming to you at 4 o'clock on St. Patrick's Day. Georgia Tech just admitted to the NCAA they have a COVID-positive Oh. And it's somebody who actually played in the game, in the ACC championship game. They are still – they are in Indianapolis right now, and they are – every all the players are getting their tests, but the one player they had to send home, and they won't say who it was. It could have been a bench warmer, or it could have been a player who played all 40 minutes of the game. They won't announce it. So that's some big news that's just coming across the wire here. Other upsets I've got in the first round, I've got Syracuse knocking off San Diego State, 11-6 matchup. Rutgers 10-7 over Clemson. As you advance further, I do have Oklahoma State upsetting Illinois in the Sweet 16 to advance to the Elite Eight. And I've got, who do I, I have West Virginia making it all the way to the Elite Eight, upsetting Houston with Oklahoma State beating West Virginia to represent the Midwest in the Final Four. Who do you have there? Wow. That I, I view this as an upset, an upset kind of bracket. Oh yes, that area of the bracket. Me too. But I don't. I, I still think that I think Houston beats Illinois in the end. Wow. But I think that Loyola wins. I think Liberty wins their first round, and I think they win their second round against Oregon State. Oh wow, Liberty! Who does Liberty? Oh, you have Liberty in Oak. 
beating Oklahoma State first round. Wow. If that happens, my bracket. Oh, I, have, I have Liberty, yeah, then beating Oklahoma State and then yeah. bring, beating Oregon State in the second. I see. Okay, well, if that happens, my bracket will be just thrown into the fire. So, anyway, it's, I can't wait. It's upon us. It's uh, right here, fella. So, instead of starting on a typical Thursday, it is going to start on Friday. Go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday this year to give all the teams proper time to get to uh, Indianapolis for the big dance. You know, remember back in the day, Hank, I would say it's been about 10 years ago where we would all meet down at the beach. Your crew and your posse mm-hmm. would meet my crew and my posse for March Madness, and we would just have a, a field day. Do you recall those days? I do. We'd go play golf on uh, in the morning, and then yes. we would watch one of our friends get really angry and throw a golf ball at, person, at a person at the club, yeah. and then we would – Maybe go eat at a bar and play Golden Tea and stumble into our house to try to stay awake long enough to watch the late games. And play poker. We throw poker in there, too, till late, late, late. Anyway, maybe we can do that. Once COVID has passed us, maybe we can relive those fine memories again, Hank. But uh, can you give me, before we end our bracketology segment, can you tell me who you think will be the champion at the end of the day? I think Gonzaga is too strong and they have enough pressure to finish the I mean they've got enough talent to finish this year out. You know, they they haven't won it, right? They've never won it. Never won it. Um this year is going to be their year. I like Gonzaga too, Hank. I got Gonzaga versus Baylor in the final. Gonzaga does the first or, or does something that a team hasn't done since 1976 and that's goes undefeated through the whole season and cuts down the nets. Uh, if Gonzaga does it and it holds to form here with my bracket, Hank, me and you, I'm taking you to Sizzler because that means I want a bunch of brackets. And, uh, yeah, shoot, we might as well just go on to Vegas, Hank. We'll just, me and you on our way to Vegas. We going Sizzler. We going Sizzler. All right, buddy. So that wraps up our bracketology segment. You know, a segment that I really didn't know that it would take off like it has, but it's been the talk of the town the last several months. And, uh, Hank, I don't know if you know what I'm referring to, but it's this little old segment called Taste Buddies. Taste Buddies. <laughs> you, remember our, you remember the song, the little jingle to Taste Buddies? Let's hear it. Taste Buddies, you're the <laughs> one. You make lunchtime so much fun. I okay. don't think that that's the song you used last time. It is a different song. That's a completely different song. Okay, you with me? I can't believe that there's anybody else that's asked for more Taste Buddies either. (laughs) Well, guess what? They didn't ask for it, but they're going to get it. So here we go. Taste Buddies. Hank's favorite segment. He likes food. He likes tasting things. Let's give him Taste Buddies. All right, Hank, here's the scenario, okay? Okay. Remember when you were young and you get off the soccer field or the baseball field, it was the last game of the season, and Coach was like, guys, we're going to Village Inn. It's on me. Go up to the buffet bar. You know you you should only eat three, but I know you're going to eat 13 pieces of pizza. Go on there and just have a time. Do you remember these days, Hank? Heck yeah. Okay. So here's the scenario. You're just a young eight-year-old kid. Just won the championship on the baseball field. Coach says, all right, we're going to Village Inn. You get to go up to the lady who's making the pizzas and say, ma'am, I'm ordering this pizza. It's three toppings, Hank. You get limited to three toppings. But this pizza, you can have unlimited amount for the rest of your life, Hank. You can eat it 
Like if you're, let's say you're uh, you're in your car and you're driving to Elon to go watch some some theater there, some play, and you're really hungry in your car, you could go like, you could clap your hands and this pizza would show up in your lap, okay? The thing is, it's the only pizza you can eat for the rest of your life, okay? So okay. this is Billigin, it's a Billigin pizza. I need. So I got to be thoughtful of this. Yes. For when I'm older. Yes, absolutely. I need three toppings, Hank. I need three toppings. Pepperoni, sausage, and green pepper. Wow. Can you tell me why you chose those three toppings, Hank? I think this is a ridiculous question to ask, so you get ridiculous answers. But no. I mean, come on. You got to be able to sustain yourself, and protein's going to do that. But then, you know, as you get older, you want to be sensible, but it's still pizza, so you got to throw a green pepper on there. That's why green pepper's there? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And, you know, if I were to go back and say it doesn't necessarily have to be the Village Inn scenario, it could be any other pizza place locally in town. Does it change? It doesn't make a difference to you. So it's Village Inn. We're going with pepperoni. We're going with sausage, and we're going with green pepper. But how cool would that be? Like if you're just sitting in your office and you're hungry and you – and it just shows up right on your desk. How great of a life would that be? You know what? I, I often wonder what you do on a daily basis in your office. And and the the time that I get to spend with you on the podcast really opens up what you've got going on. Right? These are the these are the thoughts that go on in your mind. These are your dreams. These this is dreams. what you're hoping for. Absolutely. To be able to clap it. What, what would you have? Let me hear what you'd have. Probably just go with plain cheese, Hank. You're the most generic <laughs> person I know. No, I wouldn't go with plain cheese. I would probably, I definitely have a mushroom on there. I have mushrooms. I would probably go with pep pep too. I'd have a little pepperoni sprinkled about. Um, Tito's on it. Eh, maybe, maybe a little Tito's. Um, I, I might even put an onion on there, Hank. I like an onion. <laughs> like a mushroom onion. <laughs> I might not have any. Might not have any friends after I eat it. What are you? <laughs> what are you? Eighty? You gonna have some sanka when you you eat that? Is that what you gonna drink it down I'm with like, some sanka? I'm like, can you imagine what your breath would smell like if you had sanka? You're chasing the onion pizza with a sanka. Oh, good lord! Good lord! My goodness. Okay. Whew. All right. We got through. Uh, Scenario one for Taste Buddies. Next there's more? Oh, there's multiple Taste Buddies this week, Hank. Taste Buddies. I'm going to paint the picture and you tell me what you think. All right, Hank. You, the AMC Theater finally opens after 16 months of COVID-related closures. You're at the movie theater. You and your son and your wife, you are there. You've been waiting. You're highly watching to watch this highly anticipated movie. You've been waiting so long. And you're sitting. You're waiting in line. And you're finally getting up to the counter. And you know, the movies have more than just popcorn and Coke now, Hank. They have nachos. They've got all kinds of candy. You can order pizza. You can get a Starbucks. You can get a bottle of wine. You can get a beer. You can get about it. You can get a, I think you can even get sushi. You can get sushi at the theater now. I'm not kidding you. So. Sounds it, gross. It's very gross. I would never order that. This is what I would, this is my question to you. You're in line. You get three choices of movie theater goodies. Do you stick to the traditional ones or do you venture off and just go wild? Hank? I, just, I really can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear yours because, you know, the the Sanka combination on your pizza was incredible. Yeah, but sure. um, 
I'm going to stay very traditional. I'm going to have a Coke. I'm going to have popcorn. Yes. And I'm going to have Twizzlers. Twizzlers. You're going to have to deal with that noise the Twizzlers package makes when you're opening it up in the finger. Oh, God. Well, good luck to you, Hank. Good luck to you. Let me ask you. Butter on that popcorn, sir? Absolutely not. And just, with that Coke, salt. with that Coke, are you putting any special flavors in there? Now you know they got cherry and lime and orange and raspberry. Just a straight Coke. Just straight Coke. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting to an age where that, that just confuses the taste buds. Yeah. I'm really liking where you're going here, Hank. I'm really liking where you're going here. I'm going I'm to sure you don't want to throw sushi, <laughs> uh, watermelon <laughs> rind, and something else on there. Well, I was thinking about a burrito. I think they serve burritos for the late show. <laughs> <laughs> think about getting one of those, but no, I'm gonna stick to I'm gonna stick to the the tradition as as you paved the way here. I'm going popcorn, but I'm going extra butter, and I will go Coca Cola. And I'm not sticking with the medium sized Coke. I'm going with the Coke that's so big that I could literally I could jump in this thing and swim half a lap in it. You know that you know that tub of Coke I'm talking about. It's massive. Oh yeah, you, oh yeah. You I want put it in the seat beside you. Absolutely, I want that tub. And you know what I'm going for for third, Hank. I'm going with good old faithful milk duds. What I do is I take the milk duds, I pour them into the popcorn, shake it up. And so when you grab your hand in there, you don't know if you're getting corn or milk dud. You hope you get both and just pop it right on in there so you get the chocolatey caramel mixture with the saltiness of the popcorn. You like where I'm going here, Hank? No, I think I think that's disgusting. And I think, you know, I, and I know that you do this because you're at a movie every week. So yeah. I, I know that this is in your wheelhouse. It is. But extra butter with milk duds in it, you can keep – there's just going to be one hand that goes in that popcorn thing and it's going to be yours. <laughs> I can tell you that much. You know what? I am going to re, I'm going to retract my Coke and I'm going to replace it with Sanka. So give me the Sanka. Give me the popcorn and the milk duds. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Warm glass of half of half and half. <laughs> oh, yummy, yum, yum. Okay. Scenario three, Taste Buddies, our favorite segment. Hank, March Madness starts Friday. You've been waiting for this day. Elon actually made the tournament. They're coming on at 315. Can't wait to watch them. You pop up belly, you belly up to your favorite little watering hole, and you open the menu, and there's six bar food items. Six bar food items that are on Every menu at a bar, you've got your nacho. You know, it's a big towering plate of nachos with cheese and meat and jalapenos and sour cream. You've got your standard wings. We're going to only let you allow you six. I know you could eat 18. I'm just going to allow you six. You've got your potato skin, Hank. Your standard potato skin. You've got a jalapeno popper. A jalapeno popper. Not bad. Not bad. You've got three mini sliders. Three mini sliders, or you've got a hummus plate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want you to take these standard bar item items, these bar food items, and you go start from last to where you really want to be, where you really ready to hunker down and watch the ball. What do you want, Hank? Let's start with six. Uh, did you say you got six, right? Yeah. Well, no self-respecting man is going to have the hummus plate come in number one. So we're going to leave the hummus plate. That's going to be number six. Ma'am, excuse All me. Right. I like the hummus plate with a little uh, glass of Extra Sanka. Extra wedges. <laughs> Sanka. Go ahead. 
So I would say number five would be potato skins. Hmm. Interesting. Okay? Not a big potato yeah. skin fan, are you? I don't think. I, I just, you know, I, I, I'm just not. That's going to be my number five. Yeah. Okay. It's my yeah. number five. Understood. So having uh, seeing that you give me taste buddies with no warning, I still have nachos, jalapeno poppers, sliders, and wings, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. So um, next would be the jalapeno poppers. Hmm. Have you ever okay. had a really good like jalapeno them. popper? I do. I think they're very good. Okay. They're not going to hit my number one. Okay. Number number three is going to be wings. Hmm. The reason for that is you limited me to six. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if we're really going off the premise of this place, I need more than six. <laughs> number two would be the sliders. Mm, okay. okay. I'd have the sliders at number three. And coming in number one would be that big towering mountain nachos. Did you choose that one because the volume, you knew it was a lot of food? Is that why oh, you yeah. chose it? <laughs> yes, sir. More bang for the buck. Oh, so great. So great. Well, I, I, I like, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I imagine your uh, is very different from mine. What you got? Yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to just go give you my top three. Okay. Let's start with three. Let's go with jalapeno popper at three. Number two, we're going big towering amount of nachos. And number one, of course, don't skip all the carrots, ma'am. Let's go hummus plate, baby. Bring on the celery. Bring on the pita bread. I'm here for some hummus, and I'm here now. Come on. Oh, oh God. I can only imagine that you would have that hummus plate. You know what? You deserve your hummus plate. I that's, do. That's a- that, that's terrible. Last, that's time terrible we, last time we were at the beach, and this is no lie, we were at this little happy hour. It was two years ago, two March Madnesses ago, and me and Steven, and I think it was Barefoot, we bellied up to the bar's happy hour, and there was this big sign that said soup of the day. Before happy hour, the soup of the day was gazpacho. Do you know what gazpacho is? Oh, yeah. It's a cold yeah, yeah. soup. I said, yep. ma'am, I'm probably the only person that's ever ordered this at happy hour, but let me try that gazpacho. I'm sure it is dynamite. <laughs> I'm sure it is fantastic. Let me try that gazpacho. Oh, Steven, it? oh, it was fabulous. Steven Sparks, that's, he, every time I'm around him now, he'll, like, he'll bring me like a little can of gazpacho or whatever. It's, <laughs> it's so great. It's great. But anyway, um, well, Hank, buddy, you made it through another Taste Buddies. I'm proud of you. I am proud Thank of you. God. The segment continues to shine. I mean, we're bringing entertainment to the world here with the Taste Buddies segment. Um, before we move on to whatever you want to talk about, I do want to give a quick shout out. We have a new biggest fan of Big Fan. For many years, our boy Banks Lover held the crown of biggest fan of Big Fan. Yep. My daughter was uh, at a friend's house and they were going over a science project the other day. And she asked this one, our new biggest fan asked my daughter, Olivia, so what kind of podcast do you listen to? And she was like, well, I listen to my dad's podcast, Biggest Fan. Within 15 minutes of listening, our new biggest fan, a big fan, is her name is Kayla Ruff. She has downloaded every episode, Hank, and listened to them on a loop. She cannot get enough of biggest fan or big fan. Kayla, welcome. Welcome, Kayla. Welcome, Kayla. Yes. We're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. Now, Banks Lovern has some work to do to get back on that top spot. Absolutely. Just work hard. Banks, you can get there. Keep climbing. Get keep hustling, kid. Keep, keep hustling. Keep downloading. <laughs> keep downloading. That's right. Keep downloading. That's it. What else you got today, buddy? Well, you know, um, 
I think we're going to have a, us a little bit of weather tonight, but this should not dampen. Are you 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 were talking about tennis? How yeah. is that going to play into your St. Patty's Day festive festivities? Uh, well, I, I don't re really have too many plans for St. Patrick's Day after the tennis. I'm sure something will come about as the rain's supposed to come around eight fifteen ish. I think here and Hickory and it's supposed to rain all day tomorrow, unfortunately, but. I'm sure we'll find a little spot that we can. I'm definitely going to have a car bomb. I mean, you've got my taste buds salivating, salivating for car bomb. So I'll figure that out. But we'll do a little tennis, maybe a little ping pong under the shelter at the uh, country club. And then we'll find a little spot to get us a, a car bomb, I'm sure. Well, give us a call if you don't um, have a place to do it. Because I always love to have just one with Chad East. And if anybody knows Chad East, just one. it never ends with just one. Just one. It's always more than that. It's always more than that. That's why. But you know, you know, I think uh, I think we covered just about everything that you wanted to cover. And yes, you know, I, I am very disappointed in the um, coming to America. But I am going to watch it by the next podcast by the next podcast and give you my review because I can't believe I haven't watched it yet. But I'm I actually I'm kind of I, I don't want to do that to the original. I don't want to know that there's a bad one out there. You've got to experience it for yourself. It does. You need to experience it for yourself. Just watch it. It's, it. Shoot, it only takes like an hour and 20 minutes, too. It's a very short movie. You can get in and out of that in no time. So just check it out. You can uh, broadcast to us next podcast on, on what you thought. And so let's talk about this weekend real quick, Hank. So baseball's kicked back into gear with for for your boy. Is that right? Yep. Baseball's kicked yep. back into gear. Soccer's yep, kicked back into gear for us. Go ahead. Okay. No, we play we play a first baseball game this weekend. Do you guys play soccer this weekend? We do, and then we have a big tournament. We're going to Wilmington in two weeks, and actually Lucy Rose has this huge dance competition next week. So, yeah, I mean, you know how with COVID it seemed like we had a chance to breathe a little bit. We didn't have things on the weekend. Now stuff is kind of kicking into gear, my guy. I mean, I don't. there's not an open weekend on the calendar uh, in the near future. But you know what? I kind of like it like that, kind of getting things back into normal again. It's, it's feeling. I'd much rather. I'd much rather have it like that, and that's that's kind of like last night we drove to Taylorsville to, to um, to do a, a scrimmage in baseball, and then he Harris has soccer tonight, and I kind of asked him, I was like, "How do you feel about it?" He's like, "I'm glad it started back up." Yeah. So I mean, I think you know, people. I th I think that the break was great, but I think people like the the schedule that they had. If not, you know, you wanted to calm down a little bit, but I think you know, I think it's good to get busy again. Hey, it's the time. other thing I wanted to ask you, yeah, the other thing I want to ask you about, which rolls right into this, is you were talking about vaccines and that you're a big fan of vaccines, right? So tell yes, me a little yes, bit sir. about your interaction so far. Yep. So I was fortunate enough to be able to take the oh Moderna. Yep, the Moderna vaccine, the first dose two weeks ago on a Wednesday. And my next dose, which will be my second and my last, will take place March 31st. And so I'm ready to get the second one and get it behind me. And let's keep on moving on with life. Um, the first one, my arm was a little sore to, to the folks who haven't got their vaccination yet. You know, just want to kind of know what's in store for you. It was painless. I mean, it it, it did not hurt at all. Um, it, my arm was a little sore following it that evening and a little bit into the next day. But then that pain subsided. Uh, very quickly. And so I was happy that, um, I'm happy that I went through with it. Hank, uh, have you had your vaccine yet? I have, yeah. I had mine, uh, a little over two weeks, uh, three weeks ago. 
Yeah. And uh, my next one is April 1st. So I'm just getting it right after you. Yeah, cool. Uh, the day after you. So are you planning for a day? Because they always say the second, you know, the day after you get that shot is going to be the day that you have uh, side effects. If that's the case, are you taking a, a day to feel that out? Mine, I think that day is a Friday. I believe. I, anyway, I'm not sure what the day is, but I'm probably not going to take a day, but I do, I'm glad you brought this up because I've, I had a client who got his second dose yesterday and he went to the office and I was supposed to meet him and he had to go home because, and he said, I don't feel terrible. He just says, I feel very run down. You know, and he says, Chad, to be honest, I feel like I'm really hung over. And the doctor told him that's kind of, you know, it's one of the yeah. side effects. You're going to feel a little bit like you've been run over a little bit like wore out. But uh, he just said he felt like he was hung over and the doctor said it would subside within 24 hours. He'd be as good as new. So uh, I'm a, yeah. I can handle a hangover. Okay. So I think I'll be all right. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that's a, that's a golden ticket from a man, Jet East. He's going to roll right through this. You'll play a tennis match. You'll sell some printing. You'll do, right, you man. know, you might go have a hummus plate somewhere. I might, I might in a Sanka and a nice hot Sanka. Um, so anyway, I'm so glad to hear that, you know, you got your vaccination too. My mom and dad just got their second vaccine a couple weeks ago and they're feeling fantastic. So yeah, man, life is, Life is getting back to where we, what we once remembered it. So I'm glad uh, we are moving forward, buddy. Yeah, I am too. It's it's actually, uh, I'm hopeful for a good summer and uh, a time where we can all kind of get together and get kind of back to normal. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, if that's uh, all we got today, let's go wrap up the episode 59, volume three of the number one show in all the land, big fan. Can't wait to talk to you guys in two weeks where, We'll have a real good update on how our brackets are looking, Hank. I mean, by this time, we should have a feel if we're going to Sizzler or not or be very, very close to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I kind of think that uh, – I think Gonzaga is a no-brainer. I think we're all going to get the same bracket, look the same. and we None of us are going to win because somebody's going to pull out some big upset. We're going to be upset. So, you, you know, to win these things, you almost have to pick somebody that nobody else picks. So, I mean, that's the strategy I use every year is everybody's going to pick Gonzaga. You got to pick somebody else. Yeah. Well, make another bracket then. So keep the one winner bracket with Gonzaga because they are going to win and then have another bracket just for, uh, you know, to share with your, your parents and your wife. We'll call it the white. Yeah, that's, hey, that's what I'll do. And you know what? If I really wanted to pick a big upset, it would be um, the Wolfpack in the NIT. <laughs> Are you going down to Texas to watch them? Oh, will, yeah. they even be on, will they even be on TV? That's the you know, real what, question. What's a shame is they play tomorrow night at 9, and I was checking the local listings to see what channel they are. I can't find them anywhere, bro. I cannot find them anywhere. So, anyway, better luck next, better luck next year, Wolfpack. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening to The Big Fan. We will see you guys in two weeks. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Hank. And if you hear somebody knocking at your door at about 1130 this evening, don't get the shotgun out. Turn the light on and just whisper, Chad, is it you? Okay. Car bomb. <laughs> Car bombs. Right All right, boys. Y'all take it easy. Peace. You reach deep inside. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. 
All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.